Yeah. All right, welcome back to Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. Here we go, day after the Super Bowl. Um, we actually have a, a pretty a pretty fun show lined up for you because we have uh, we have three three people who are going to be on the show. Uh, two two normal ones, Sam and I, but we have uh, we have somebody else as well. We're bringing in a guest. Um, we have uh, both sides of the actually all three sides of the spectrum for the Super Bowl. We have a 49ers fan, we have a Chiefs fan, and we have a Raiders fan who hates both of them. So uh, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get all uh, perspectives. So Sam, just give me a give me a quick sort of rundown. How how you feeling day after day after the uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm feeling all right, Jason. I'm feeling all right as best as I could. Have uh, have you resorted to? Uh, to just stuffing your face with with food and and denial, you, you know, like five pounds. Um, you know, I did uh, finish the Doritos I had for the game. I finished the whole bag of Doritos. Um, no, I just, I just, it feels like a like a family member has died. You know, like I, <laughs> there's just loss in my life right now, and um, it's tough because I just tell myself, you know what, they were four and twelve last year. And the fact that they're in the Super Bowl this year, it's just awesome. Like, it is truly awesome to see. But it is the second Super Bowl loss I've seen in my lifetime. Um, and I haven't seen a win yet. And it just, it, it kind of sucks. It's painful. Well, at least you've been able to see your team be there twice. Yeah, know? but like, you know the Raiders are bad. So like, it doesn't matter. I guess that's true. <laughs> Except uh, Tom Brady to the Raiders is kind of picking up steam. Yeah, we'll talk. A, we'll talk about you that, seen later. that a little bit. Big <laughs> yeah, Carpet, you... yeah, we'll we'll. I got plenty to say about that. We'll talk about that later. Um, so we actually have a, a Chiefs fan, probably the only Chiefs fan in uh, California, uh, on the show. <laughs> and uh, we got him on the show. He's a good friend of ours. We went to high school with him. Uh, he was actually in Kansas City for the Super Bowl, so we're gonna get some, actually, some insight for probably the first time in the show's history on <laughs> what was going on um, uh, during uh, during a major sporting event. So we'll uh, we'll introduce him now, Cam Anderson, dude. Um, it's been a while. Uh, give me one word after the Super Bowl. What are you feeling? Pure bliss. <laughs> Oh man, too, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so, like I said, Cam was actually in Kansas City for the game. Um, so, dude, before we, before, actually, you know what? Do you have anything to say to Sam? <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam. I would say I'm sorry, but that'd be a blunt, just bold faced lie. I couldn't be happier that you're upset. I would have appreciated it though. I couldn't be happier, man. <laughs> oh man! Oh, and by the way, full disclaimer for everybody: the uh, the uh, censorship ban has been uh, has been lifted. So we're uh, we're gonna let some emotions fly, probably at one point or another. Uh, Sam, you got a rebuttal? Anything? I'm really trying to pin you two together right now. No, I mean it was. Uh... Well, first off, Cam, did you go to Kansas City specifically for watching it, like the watch party or whatever? Or was it to visit family or anything? So it originally it was to visit family, but it just so happened that we have the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> wow. He, okay. he was able whoa, to get whoa, us into whoa. the Super Bowl. And so we were like, hey, why not stay an extra day and you know, be amongst the be amongst the people. 
that's, that's that sounds like a pretty good proposition right there. Yeah. I wouldn't well, say greatest quarterback of all time yet. Yet. That's the key. That's the key word. But he's on his way there, Sammy. <laughs> yeah, the, the refs keep helping him out like they did yesterday. Oh, huge oh, push off. Oh, I have, my gosh. I have, wow, I have that was so blatant. Jason. Yeah. Woo. How does it feel? That for the next fifteen years you have to play him twice a year. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I understand. So Cam's texting me after the Super Bowl, and I, I, I sent him a text. I said, "Well, I hate to say it, man, uh, but congrats." And uh, he said, "Don't worry, the Raiders will get one." And then his next day, Pat retires, and I was like, "You know, I can't really be mad about that because I don't think he's wrong. I don't think he's wrong as long as as long as fifteen's back there. I, I feel like." Unless the Raiders do something magical, like he's just—I don't know—and to be completely honest, he was having a, a terrible game up until like that fourth quarter, um, which was worst game I've ever seen him play. Yeah, it was so weird. Like who who'd have thought? Like who'd have thought going into the fourth quarter of that game, he was going to have—I don't know—did he have less than two hundred yards or less than two fifty? Zero touchdowns, or at least zero passing touchdowns, and two picks. He had a yeah. perfect touchdown. Yeah, he, he, oh, had, a rush, he had a rushing the fourth quarter. Yeah, he had a rushing oh. touchdown. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, but and then have two picks, and not only two picks, but that first one that he threw was bad. The set, the both of them were pretty bad. I mean, well, the second one wasn't his fault. You you don't you just don't really see him like do that ever. Like you never see him like force throws like that. You never see him miss anyone ever, but. I mean, credit to the Niners. Like, they were just – they made him uncomfortable. He didn't have, like, any time. He didn't have any room to step up. And then – but, you know, Patty. (laughs) But after all that. that, Yeah. Fourth quarter comes around and things change, man. So, as somebody – As somebody who watches him virtually every week – did you at least in the first, at least in like the first half, did he look like completely different? Because I know I had looked over at my dad at one point, and it was after he threw a ball like in the dirt, and my dad just kind of looked at me and he was like, "That was the worst pass I've ever seen him throw, ever." And yeah. he just like, it, it just looked bad. Yeah. So I mean, I was amongst. I don't even know how many people were there. I was probably around 50,000 or something. Where were you watching the game? So I was, you know that, I mean, I'm sure they kept cutting away to the crowd during Mm -hmm. the game. I was smack down right in the middle. Was it, it was played like out in front of Arrowhead? No, it wasn't in Arrowhead. Um, There's a place, it's called Power, the Power and Light District in downtown Kansas City because Arrowhead's actually not like right in downtown. It's about 10 or 15 minutes away out in open space. But yeah, so there's a big plaza area and they set up two ginormous uh, big screens, like 15 feet wide. Wow. So yeah. But yeah. Yeah, they were cut into it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so when, when Pat, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but when Pat threw that low ball to Tyreek and they originally called it a catch on the field and then they oh yeah yeah back, that's kind of when everyone realizes like it's like 
he never does that. Like, what is, you know, like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? Like, why? Like, why did he just do that? Like, you never, ever, ever see him miss those throws. And it was just, it was scary. Like, because it's just like Pat's, he's like a superhero. And in the first half, he looked not to be, not to be mean, but he looked like Garoppolo. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what like, the? He looked like a mix of Garoppolo and Carr. I mean, Yo, that was a call. Oh man! Oh man! He took shots at both of us. Hey, have fun paying Patrick Mahomes three hundred million and trying to fill that roster. That's all I'm saying. We don't need anyone else. <laughs> oh what? I mean, oh, we, yeah. We don't. Yeah, I mean, totally. We don't really. Need, I mean, we don't have much right now. I mean, we have Tyreek. We have oh. Travis. But I mean, that's about it. That's not much. I mean, Damian Williams looked pretty good. Yesterday. Yeah, but he's he's free. He's free. We we don't we can get we can put any running back in there. So you got you got Hill, Sammy Watkins, Hardman, Kelsey. Then you got on the defense. You got Matthew and Clark. Th- those all got those guys are all gone if you pay Holmes. So they're all gone. So little insight for you. I okay. personally believe that we are either trading or cutting Sammy this off season just because he's owed like way too much. Cause we, I don't know why we decided to pay him like 45 mil over four years or something crazy like that. Uh, and then Hardman, he's on his rookie deal. So we have him for cheap for at least, you know, three or four more years. But then the big ones are, Kelsey, Chris Jones, and then, you know, we're going to – I mean, we're going to have to draft some dudes because we're going to lose all our depth. And, yeah, I mean, Frank Clark – Frank Clark didn't do anything all year. I mean, he was a total waste of money. But, I mean, (laughs) he didn't talk like it. I know, I know. (laughs) Better than D Ford, though. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> oh god. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little secret. D Ford was the best player on that Chiefs D line last year, and he was like the fifth best player on the Niners O line or D line. So it doesn't he really was. matter. But he's the sole reason that we did not make it to the Super Bowl last year because oh, his dumbass jumped off sides on the same play that we picked Brady off. Do they not play more than one play in a football game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So one player lost okay, in that okay. game. Let's take that same logic, okay, Sammy boy, and talk about that Kittle off. Uh, yeah, I was joking yeah. about that. That was not the play that lost them the game. That you play brought it up, though. Tell that, tell that to your other Niner buddies, because that's all I see. I don't think there's any Niners faithful left. They all jumped the bandwagon. They might that's be Chiefs true. fans next year. That's, Probably. That's good luck with I don't, that. I mean, I don't blame them. Jump on board when with the. Soon to be greatest QB of all time. I mean, they went they went from uh, Ravens fans this year to Niners fans now to Chiefs fans. I can't. I don't blame them. I mean, <laughs> God. So let me ask you something. So, Cam, when actually I'm gonna ask you both this question because it kind of applies to both of you. At what point in the game did you know? Oh, oh. crap! It's over. So for me, I think for everyone there was that um, bomb to Tyreek on third and 14. We didn't – I don't think we thought that the game was over, but I think everyone 
felt comfortable and we had a good feeling. And yeah, once that uh, third and 14 happened when he just threw pretty much a punt in the air and it yeah. just came down and Tyreek was just right there. I felt pretty good then. And I mean, to be honest, before that, when, I mean, we were down 10 with seven minutes left and you guys had the ball, things were looking pretty bleak. It was pretty quiet out there in downtown. But then, I mean, somehow we pulled two uh, three and outs out of our, out of our ass and just, yeah. I mean, I'm, I just, I still can't believe that we got the ball back. So, so I actually, I looked over I, I, and I'm going to refer to that, that drive that you were talking about when, when there was about seven minutes left. I looked over my dad, and it was when it was 20 to 10, and it was that third down. I think it was like third and five. I looked over at my dad, and I was like, if the Niners do not get this first down, the Chiefs are going to get the ball back, and they are 100% going to score. And when they do score, they're going to end up stopping the Niners, and then they're going to drive down and score again because they do it all the time. Well, what are you, Profit? And – Four minutes later, what are you was, a fortune teller, dude? It was the weirdest thing because I don't, I don't know why I felt that way, but it just at that point for me, as soon as I, I a hundred percent believed that in that moment, if the Niners did not get the first down, then the Chiefs were going to win that game. Just because I did not believe for a second that the Chiefs weren't going to look up at the clock and go, oh, "Damn, we got seven minutes left." We need to pull something out right now. I did not for a second believe that that wasn't going to happen because, and as soon as, and as soon as they went down and scored for that touchdown and it was 20 to 17, I was already thrown in the towel for the Niners. I was like, it's over. There's no way. There's no way (laughs) because they've been doing it all year. The, the loudest moment of the, of the whole game like when the crowd went the craziest was that Kelsey touchdown because I think it was just like such a huge sense of like relief because mm-hmm. I mean we we were just getting stuffed all game and finally we just kind of like broke through and then I think after that we felt once we'd broken through like they weren't going to be able to stop us and then Sam question right. for you on that when the Niners were up 20 to 17 they ended up getting the ball back the very first the very first play on that drive they had a 5 yard run and then after that they went back to back passes mm-hmm. i think i think the stat was and i don't know if it's 100% correct but we're a fan show so it doesn't have to be i think the stat was the niners had thrown the football like 20ish times in the second half and only ran it 10 times after mm-hmm. after that first down play when they got 5 yards were you surprised they didn't run again um, no, cause it had, it seemed like, um, the run, it, their, their tricks weren't working as well. Like all the movement and the counters and the power running, the zone running wasn't working as well in the second half. And maybe that's because they went away from it, but it, it seemed like, because the Chiefs had scored, it put the pressure on San Francisco, and it just seemed like they wanted to make a drive out of it. And I guess they had determined that the Chiefs' secondary was the weakest part of their defense, so they tried to attack that. And 
really establish Jimmy G as a passing threat in that game. I that's that's what I could think of what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it did seem like the Chiefs in the second half were slowing down the Niners' rushing attack. I mean, after they went up after that that last score to put them up twenty to ten, which they just looked unstoppable um, that mm-hmm. drive. Then it's like their offense just stalled the rest of the game. Right. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to and I know I know Cam you weren't uh, on that last show but it you could still give some give some voice here we did uh, we did that move the stick segment and we did uh, we had some some kind of over and unders on on what was going to happen and one of the questions um, I had asked was was uh, was Jimmy G going to throw for over 250 yards do you remember what you said to that did you say yes or no to that did I yeah. Oh, I think I said yes. Yeah, he ended up throwing for 219, but he also um, – I think we also asked if he was going to throw for more than, like, 25 times. He ended up throwing 31 times. Mm-hmm. Um, were you surprised he threw as much as he did? No. I I mean, going into – because I know Kyle and Jimmy's relationship, they're so close, and I think Kyle took it personally that everyone else was judging – Jimmy G about saying that he was the weak link. I, I really think in the, you can see with the play calling that they were trying to show that Jimmy G was elite and that he was going to win them that game. Like he threw, I think that opening drive, he threw more time, which was like, he threw six times, I think in that opening drive and he threw eight times in the whole NFC championship game. Like yeah. that just goes to show the difference in, the play calling in this game. Um, but no, it didn't, it didn't surprise me. And then Cam, I think one of the questions we had also asked was, was Patrick Mahomes going to throw for over 300 yards? He only actually threw for 286 yards. If I'd have told you before the game that he was going to throw for, if I actually, let me ask you this. If I had read you this stat line before the game, would you have said that the chiefs were going to win? He ended up going 26 of 42, 286 yards, two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, and two interceptions. But absolutely, absolutely not. not. No, no. Well, okay. So in terms of in terms of watching him play that game and watching watching the Chiefs, like, what do you think? What do you think in that first half was the problem? Because he was not. He was clearly not himself. Do you think it was more defense, or do you think he was nervous? Yeah, I. I don't think he was nervous. I mean, I, like I said earlier, like, I mean, our our offensive line is, except for our right tackle, Schwartz, like, our whole offensive line is just so trash. <laughs> and, I mean, I mean, and going up against, what, five first-round defensive linemen that all, like, are good. I mean, they – I mean, he had no time whatsoever. And I think the biggest thing is, like, the – I mean, the Chiefs, they're a downfield – passing team you know and he just didn't have time to let his his receivers run so it was a lot of like Damian Williams out of the backfield like and just uh you know he didn't Tyreek didn't get to like complete his routes all the way and so I yeah I mean ultimately I think it was just the pressure from Bosa and Buckner and all them that really affected Pat I definitely don't I don't think he was nervous because you know, 
Show Showtime doesn't get nervous. <laughs> what? <laughs> show. Showtime Pat. Is that his nickname? Oh, you you, you know it's I've, I've now never, you do. I've now you know it's his that. nickname. So um, before before we because uh, I actually have some I found a, a couple ridiculous stats coming out of this game. But before we uh, before we get to that. Um, I feel like we really haven't paid enough attention to to sort of the fact that you were in Kansas City. What was the atmosphere like there? Like how how much fun was it uh, there? Like what did you end up doing? What was what was the environment like? Well, like give us a rundown. Yeah, well, so the game in Kansas City started at five thirty because yeah, we're they're two hours ahead of here. Yeah. So we we got to the plaza area at noon because, I mean, it was just ridiculously crowded. And we actually had to, like, sneak in, like, illegally because it was either sneak in and get to the front or go to the back and not be able to see the TV. So we uh, hopped a few fences and... Uh, ran away from some security guards. But, and we actually we actually ended up getting, like, the most perfect spot imaginable. So we got lucky there. And so, so, you know, like the, what they were showing on TV, like the big crowd. So there was that crowd, which was like the main, main crowd. But then right to the left was an entire block completely filled with fans and I that's where I was I wasn't in like the actual main um plaza but where I was there was actually more people but they never for some reason they didn't show that part they only showed the other part so where I was it was actually probably even crazier than what they were showing on tv because there was probably twice the amount of people where I was mm-hmm. and it was just I mean you couldn't move like you couldn't sit down so it was I mean damn near eight straight hours of just standing and pacing and cussing and yelling. And I mean, but it was, I mean, it was probably the, it was the most fun night like of my life. And after, you know, after the game, there were fireworks going everywhere and people were just like running around in the streets, hugging like people that you've never met before. Like, like saying like, you know, like we did it. Like we look like, love you, man. Like never, ne- never seen this guy before. In my yeah, life, yeah. But he's telling me he loves me. It's just like, that's just like how it was there. And I mean, just the relief of like not being in a Super Bowl for 50 years and then finally just breaking through. Yeah. It was just like such a sense of relief. One, I'm sure and, it probably made it made last year. I mean, made, after last year made it just feel so much better. Yeah, and whenever, you know, whenever D Ford was popped up on the screen, there were just so many middle fingers and boos <laughs> and, wow, you know, FUs just going off everywhere. Because, I mean, we really, like, everyone just felt like he's, you know, and like like Sam said, it's not, it doesn't come down to one play, but, like, everyone just feels like he, not only did he, you know, cost us that but then he like went to the enemy and just <laughs> and that it was just like personal he went right to now. a 4 and 12 team <laughs> well they ended up being the enemy uh, okay you know? it's like he went to the Patriots yeah yeah 
No, that would have been that would have been worse. That would have been. Oh, bad. that would have been such a slap in the face. That would have been bad. But yeah, even a Kevin Durant, you guys, pretty much. And I would say the the craziest like moment was I was it's when Kelsey caught that touchdown to bring us within three, and then when actually when Jimmy G overthrew Samuels mm-hmm. on that deep yeah. ball. That's I think everyone went crazy because I think that's everyone kind of everyone kind of realized that that was probably it because I mean that was that was the best chance that they're gonna get I mean he was he had two steps on our nearest dude mm-hmm. and if he catches that then it's pretty much over but you know Jimmy G <laughs> you know Jimmy were, G were you actually scared in that last drive for the Niners to drive oh down? we were oh yeah. Everyone was terrified. I mean, you could hear a, you could literally hear a pin drop like as the as the play was going on. But then you know, once once the ball hit the turf three times in a row, it it got pretty loud. And you know what? Uh, that's actually funny because that was the scenario that Sam and both Sean had wanted was the mm-hmm. Chiefs to the Chiefs to be up. And then the 49ers to have a chance for Jim, for Garoppolo to drive down and, and win in the game. That was literally the scenario that both of them had drawn out um, that they won. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, because I mean, you wouldn't want Pat to have the ball, you know, last. You, you would definitely want the ball out of his hands. And our defense, you know, kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, not doesn't suck enough to let Jimmy G go down and get a game winning drive, I right. guess. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a I got a couple stats for you guys coming out of this game. Some pretty pretty interesting stats. I'm I'm glad I found these. Um, I won't read every single one. There's only ten, um, but some of them are more interesting than uh, than the others. So, um, <clears throat> so uh, 190 yards. So that was the total combined yardage of the Chiefs final three touchdown drives before those drives they had managed just 175 yards against san francisco's defense the entire game now the 49ers on the other hand uh had managed to produce some offense unfortunately the 49ers uh gained 49 yards over their final four drives which resulted in zero points three first downs and a turnover on downs plus an interception plus an interception right um, so here's a, here's a couple more for you. And this is, uh, on uh, sporting, uh, sportingnews.com. Uh, so there's, there's credit. <laughs> um, so, uh, two interceptions, right? That's what Patrick Mahomes threw. Uh, it was his only two interception game of the entire season. That was the only one. That was the only one. Um, and, uh, he also only had a 66.7, uh, completion percentage, which was one of the lowest ones he had had. Um, now here's this one, uh, as well. Um, he, Patrick Mahomes was voted Super Bowl MVP, but, uh, uh, Williams had a case for it because he had 104 yards and a touchdown and also caught four passes, um, for 29 yards plus another touchdown. Um, so there was that as well. Yeah, of course. And I actually, I, uh, I put money on, I, I, I gamble illegally on this website. Well, you're self-incriminating all over this podcast. I, was, uh, I, put, I put 20 bucks on I – don't, I don't even know what Williams' odds were, but 
I just I had just gut feeling that he was just gonna he was if he didn't have a good game we weren't gonna win. Mm-hmm. And so I put twenty bucks on him winning MVP. And so I'm not gonna lie, like when I saw Pat, that Pat won MVP, like obviously I was happy and I think I think he deserved it, but like part of me really wanted <laughs> Williams to get it. And I I mean I think that he definitely had a strong case. Oh yeah. Because I mean without him without him we're nowhere we're nowhere close. And then here's the last one. Here's the last one I'll drop on you. And this was kind of a, a bummer. For, I feel like I'm piling it on Sam, but this is just uh, this is just reality. Um, so this is um, so the Chiefs were down twenty to ten with eight twelve remaining and scored twenty one unanswered points uh, to win. Now the Chiefs' comeback win was actually tied for the second largest in Super Bowl history. We all know that the it was the twenty eight to three over the the Falcons in Super Bowl fifty one. The reason why those two are tied together is yeah, because yeah, 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 49ers yeah, coach yeah. Kyle Shanahan is <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the losing yeah, yeah. end oh of my both God. of them. Um, I'm just sad. Oh, everyone was saying he's a great coach all year, and then, oh, man, he loses the Super Bowl. Now he's the worst coach ever. Gosh. I never said he was the worst energy, coach. <laughs> I never said he was. I'm just – that's, oh that's what happened. Look what Kyle Shanahan's doing with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's making him a great quarterback. And then, oh, man, the, he blows the Super Bowl. Now it's all his fault. People got to <laughs> stay consistent, man. Hey. I am not saying he is a terrible coach. I'm just pointing out what had ended up happening. I have been with you this entire season. Hey, Jason, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Next year for the Oakland Raiders, would you rather have Andy Reid coaching or Kyle Shanahan coaching? Oh, gosh. Um, so I heard a stat about Andy Reid I, uh, earlier today that was talking about how he, like, has only – he's been coaching, like, 21 years and has, like, maybe, like – four or five losing seasons, something like that. Um, and he's rallied off like a couple 10 win seasons in a row. Um, That's because he's playing in like the worst division in football. He definitely is not. He gets two free wins <laughs> against Oakland and LA. All he has to do is like put the defense on the field and Philip Rivers will w- lose them that game. <laughs> well, based on last year, yeah. And then Denver the last couple of years? Oh, my gosh. Don't even tell me about that division. Whatever. Um, anyway, um, who would I rather have as a coach? Um, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. That's actually – that's a really – it's a really good question. Um, I feel like Shanahan probably has um, – I think because Josh Jacobs and the Raiders are, are, are going to be obviously centered around the run, it would be nice to have somebody who can, can draw up um, what he's able to do um, in the run game. But Andy Reid has a, a very proven history of success. Um, and it's nothing against Kyle at all. I think he's a phenomenal coach. He's probably top five in the league. Um, but I don't know. I guess just because Andy's – Got that resume? Maybe I guess I just have to go off resume. I guess Andy, You're but that's not that's a that's a hesitant get. That's a hesitant a smart boy. choice. You're gonna make me cry, Jason. So I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a hesitant pick, but Andy's just got the resume. You hey, know? Vegas is gonna look real cool next year because they're gonna have Brady with Gruden, and then they're gonna re-sign Antonio Brown. Well, <laughs> and let's honestly just look at head-to-head matchups like the. Andy Reid did just beat Kyle Shanahan, so oh. 
Cold hard facts. I, I'm just saying. Is, I, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm okay. I just said that just about. <laughs> um. Jason yeah, that, Garrett that, has beaten a lot of good coaches over the years. That doesn't yes, he mean has. he's a good coach. That's that's true. Okay. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um. So Cam, coming out of the coming out of the weekend, I know you 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 flew back in and, it, and it's late. We don't want to keep you too long. But what was your what was your favorite? On besides obviously the Chiefs winning, what was your favorite moment coming out of that? Uh, coming out of that game. Man, uh, that's tough. That's tough. You know, I think the the sweetest thing was um, seeing Sammy Watkins just absolutely cook the shit out of Richard Sherman. Oh. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that because I mean, I'm sorry, but just like all the all the talk on Twitter and just all my all my other Niners, all my other friends that are Niners fans, just talking about how good Sherman is and how he's gonna lock us no, all he's up. trash. I was just like, guys, you you can't you can't keep up with any any of our he, he can't keep up with freaking any of our linemen. Okay, well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean that was just that was so satisfying, honestly, and just it's it was satisfying too because like Sammy has just he struggled so, so much this year and he's been hurt and it's just nice to like see like what he can actually do. Was that the play? Was that the play where Shern like legitimately got his ankles broken? Yeah, yeah. He he beat him off the line, and then he like Sherman was just like chasing after him and like stumbling him. Well, there was him. there was that play, but there was another one too where I don't was, know who uh, it Terry was. Hill. Was it Hill who yeah. like literally sent him to the ground? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I don't remember that one, but I believe you. Hill oh, caught God, like, dude, a, like it a little was... five five-yard comeback and Sherman was right behind him and then Terry did like a quick juke and Sherman just fell to the ground to the side oh yeah it was sad it was it was like somebody had hit like a crossover and literally sent somebody from the three-point line to like the key it was bad (laughs) um and he had a rough game he did not have a great game he's not good he should not have been an all I, I think I've stayed pretty consistent with this whole thing. I do not like Richard Sherman because of all the things he did for Seattle against the Niners. Yeah. And I think he has been widely overrated. When they played New Orleans, and granted this was Michael Thomas, and he cooks everyone, but he is cooking Sherman. And then when they played Seattle in that game that they lost, it, Sherman gave up two third down plays to Josh Gordon on slant patterns. And it's like, if you're that cornerback and you're going against one guy one on one, it's supposed to be Sherman's Island over there. That shouldn't happen, and it was happening. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, and I, I didn't watch the Niners all too much this year, but all I was hearing was that the reason Sherman was so effective this year is because he only he didn't chase. You know, he just stayed on his one side of the field, and they played like a lot of zones, so he didn't have to actually like cover anyone. It's just like his stats looked good because the the alignment that they were playing allowed him to like not have to guard or not have to cover the other team's best receiver. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, he didn't travel. But... He just stayed. On, they just stayed him on one side. Um, yeah. And... 
I think the with the Chiefs, like all, I mean, we have you have Sammy, you have Tyreek, and you have Hardman. Like, there's no escaping this, like you know, like the elite speed. So I think that's kind of what what hurt him in in that game. In the in the broadcast too, uh, Troy was circling every time there was like a matchup with Sherman and usually Tyreek Hill, and every time he did that, I'd hold my breath. Because there is yeah. no way in hell Richard Sherman could cover Tyreek Hill. No. Yeah. If Patrick Mahomes has a clean pocket <clears throat> and enough time to throw 50 yards, Tyreek Hill might have 30 yards of space on Richard Sherman. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> no, I, I, you, you have been consistent with that. You, you have not been a Sherman uh, supporter throughout the year. You can't. If you're a Niners <clears throat> fan and you are a fan of Richard Sherman – that dude is like the devil. He is Voldemort <laughs> in San Francisco. Don't forget that stuff because he's playing for your team. No, 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 no. I like that. Yeah. I'm, I like that, actually. I like that take. That's kind of how I feel about uh, Brady a little bit. But um... No, nah, when he's in that Vegas, that Vegas silver and black, you'll, you'll be thinking differently. I don't think so. Car who? You know what I mean? No, no. Brady's going to be averaging like four yards a pass. Probably. Just like Derek. <laughs> it's not going to yeah, change. Yeah, just like Derek. Yeah. It's not going to change. And the thing about Derek is that he's actually coming off of statistically his best season with an offense that had, I think, myself and Sam running uh, uh, routes for them. Because that's – Whoa. Yeah, what? Yeah. Darren they're, they're, Yeah. Darren he was Williams? it. Tyrell is horrible, okay? <laughs> he, he, we brought him on to be a number two. He got thrust into a number one position and shit his pants the whole year. Hunter Renfro? Yeah, Renfro. Hunter, Renfro. Right. Hunter Renfro came on at the end of the season because Tyrell Williams was playing basketball somewhere else. He wasn't even playing football. He was <laughs> – dude, I swear he was nowhere to be found. He was playing hide-and-go-seek with Derek. He was like, oh, I'm over here. Just kidding. Don't throw me you guys should send someone like Antonio Brown. You know, we tried yeah, that. I wonder how that would work out. Yeah, we tried that. <laughs> Again, I never considered him part of the team. He never played a game, so he was never no, part he of was the signed team. by the Oakland Raiders. He was signed. He never played a game. That's okay, though. I, 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 didn't, uh, I, I didn't consider him uh, a member of the team. If, until he actually stepped if New there. England had won the Super Bowl, would he have gotten a ring? It's a good question. I don't know. That would have been kind of cool. I don't know. That is a good question. You might you might have to play like a certain number of games, but I don't know. That'd be interesting. Because I saw on Twitter, I saw a question raised on whether or not the Chiefs should get Alex Smith a ring because he, you know, he was the one that mentored Mahomes for a they year. Should. And I was like, that's like, I was like, that that would be kind of cool. I think that'd be kind of weird, and probably that's probably illegal. If or you're whatever, but if you're that, Alex Smith, cool. though, do you really want that ring? Yeah. Yeah, you probably don't want that handout. What do you yeah. mean? But I mean, I I feel like you gotta you want to earn that, you know? Yeah, you it's a token like, of gratitude. Yeah, screw I that. Mean, no, because <laughs> didn't um, he can take it and sell it? Yeah, Robert, exactly. <laughs> uh, Robert Kraft gave Brady's mom a ring. I thought that's <laughs> that's different. It's, but yeah, it, it's like this. But she's not a part of the team. I know, but and that's Alex way Smith, different. Alex Smith did so much for you guys. He brought you guys back into relevancy. I know he did. I know, thanks to you guys, you guys 
upgraded. Just yeah, you guys just gave them right into our little hands. Little, does everyone in Kansas City have little hands? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what big hands mean? <laughs> Say it. It's uncensored. Say it. Big old, big old John. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And oh, by you the know, you, you know, Andy Reid doesn't have doesn't have small hands. That's a big boy. Well, he needs him to eat those cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, but I'm double double. I also bet he he hasn't seen that that John as as you say in a while. <laughs> he's been he's been he's been that big since he was twelve years old. Have you guys? Seen that video of him? Yes. Oh, oh, that's the best. Video the like punt kick throw, but he was like yeah. proportional oh my back God. then. That was, oh, dude, he was like, he was, like eating he was, like, all the other children. <laughs> yeah, he was like six three, like two fifty at twelve years old. <laughs> he was crazy. Is he like a? He was a lineman, right? For his yeah, he was like. Uh, he was like a lineman. He was like the. He started out as like the offensive line coach at SF State, and they don't even have a football team anymore. Wow! Can you imagine being twelve years old and seeing him as an offensive lineman? Yeah, that would. Ju- I would just. <laughs> like, what, what the hell? Like, Mom, take me You're home. Football for a lot of kids. Yeah, be like I. I don't, really don't want to play anymore, guys. Well, could you imagine? Really don't play anymore. Could you imagine seeing like Jimmy when he was young, or like Johnny Mulligan when he was young? That'd be scary. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess us being around Jimmy the the entirety of of high school, like or, uh, I, I, Colton Miller, or oh yeah, or Colton. I wonder what it was like, like freshman year, when Jimmy was playing freshman with us. Because for us, it was just normal, and it was nice to have. I, personally, it was nice to have somebody that tall to throw to. But for everybody else, yeah, I actually I have a story about that my first first time we ever put on pads freshman year my we did i don't even know what the drill is called but you lay on your back and then you both stand up and you have to try and tackle the guy with the ball my i had the pleasure of the first time i ever tried tackling <laughs> someone i had to try and tackle jimmy and i had a he gave me a stinger like i just bounced right off of him he didn't even move i had a stinger for like the rest of practice i couldn't even like walk <laughs> That kind of ruined it for me, but oh gosh, man! And didn't you break your arm that year? Yes, I did. <laughs> That's I, what I thought you were gonna say. Like the first time you ever tried tackling someone, you broke yeah, your no, arm. That was a I uh, I was stiff arming Zach Eastman, and my my wrist just snapped right in half. So, well, good job, Zach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zach. Jimmy, I told that story on the podcast one time. I dropped back during practice to pass the ball, and I don't know who was on the—I don't remember who was on the left side. I no, because Johnny was on the right. I don't remember who was on the left. Um, and, no, Johnny was on the left. No, because I think he was the one, at least during the no. jamboree, who let the guy like obliterate me. No, he was on left because it was me and uh, Nico on the right. It was you and Nico? So you let the guy obliterate me. <laughs> oh, oh. Bro, they were rushing in a they were I, in a jamboree. We I blamed Johnny. The blitz. Johnny, I am so sorry. I blamed you for seven years, Sam. Screw you. That was the hardest hit I ever took in football. <laughs> it is on camera. That dude baptized me. <laughs> when it was during the jamboree, we were playing against Delor. I dropped back to pass. 
looked left because that's where I was going to throw. And then all of a sudden, I'm 10 feet in the air with a 300-pound guy spearing me to the ground. Yeah, I don't think that happened. No, oh, it's on camera. I, I got proved. You must proved. have got hit too hard. I got proved, dude. Johnny, you I'm so sorry. You must be suffering from CTE. I'm so sorry. That was all Sam's fault. Oh, my gosh. No, but I dropped back to pass one time in practice, and Jimmy had lined up on the left side, and I looked right, and I was getting ready to throw. I think it was a curl, so it was a quick, it was a quick throw. And I literally brought the ball back, came forward, and the ball was gone. It was out of my hand. And I turned around, and Jimmy had literally just reached over and took the football out of my hand because he was that tall. Like, he reached over the top of me. And I was just like, okay, well, I'll chalk that one up as a loss. I don't know what I'm supposed to do right there. Um, yeah, it was, it, he, was, he was something else. Um, so, Cam, unless you've got some crazy major story, uh, that's, that's pretty much all we got for you. Um, I, got, I, got, I, have a, I have one question. Yeah. For, um, if the Niners somehow won, who do you guys think would have been MVP? I think that's more of a question along for Sam. What do what do you think? Well, if they would have won, it probably would have meant that Jimmy G would have played better. <laughs> but I feel like that's a cop out. So it probably would have been Debo. No, that's um, what, see, that's what I would have thought. No, Debo. But I was like listening on the radio on my way home today, and people were saying Bosa. But like, I, I mean, he played he only well, had a but like strip sack. Yeah, I mean, he didn't. I, he didn't really have the stats. I, I feel like to win MVP. I mean, he had a he had a, he had a bunch of tackles. They they missed yeah. so many tackles. Oh yeah, they did. my god, Kawan Alexander! I love the dude, and he played so well before he got injured. But every time I saw a guy with a white jersey on and black underwear stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like black sleeves and a black towel on the <laughs> field, he missed. I think a tackle every single play he was in. He was the one that got juked yeah. out of his shoes yeah. by I think Williams. He like stopped on a dime and oh, on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised George Kittle only had four catches. Would have had five if he didn't push off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that right, was Sam? the best line so far. Oh my gosh, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, they needed to find him a little more. Oh. And they didn't throw it to Sanders a lot either. Eh, it's whatever. Um, he tried to throw it to Sanders. He did. <laughs> Overthrew him by about 15 yards, though. That just shows his incredible arm strength. That's true. He That's wasn't under throwing spin guys zone. like Patrick Mahomes all night. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> He's got that ring on his finger, though. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> Jimmy has two. Okay, as a backup. <laughs> he has two. Mahomes only has one. Oh, please. That's true. I mean, he's also the best looking quarterback in the NFL. So, that you can't really true. take that away. Yeah. He's a handsome boy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, is. <laughs> he bangs all those porn stars. I don't know if you guys have seen that. And Aaron Andrews. That, no, yes. he, has a, he doesn't bang. She is a, a happily married woman. That's what she wants you to think. He is true. not a home wrecker. And then Jimmy slamming on the side. <laughs> Oh man. Um so Cam, I don't know if you're got anything going on. You can stay for the rest of the show. That's totally up to you. Um or you can dip out. That's up to you. I mean, that's that's to- that's all we have for you unless you want to stick around and contribute to more uh more football analysis cuz I have a little rant I need to go on. Um 
about some of the uh, some of the voting that took place uh, in these uh, awards. So if you want to hang out, you're more than welcome to stay. But if you're tired, then by all means, you can take off. I'll st- I'll stick around for the rant and then I'll, I'll head out. All right. Well. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, so the NFL awards were given out over uh, over the weekend as well, or over the, over the week. And the one that I have a, a very big gripe with. <clears throat> oh, I already know what you're going to say. Was the offensive rookie of the year <laughs> award? Okay. Oh my god. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? <laughs> Kyler Murray winning offensive rookie of the year is the dumbest thing I've ever you want me to you want to know what Kyler Murray did this year? He he gave the ball to the other team 14 times. 14 <laughs> times. He was tied 21st. 21st for total touchdowns. He was 15th in the league with a 55.7 QBR and he was 15th in the league for yards. He was not even in the top 10 for Literally, like any stat other than quarterback rushing. Quarterback rushing. He fumbled more times than Josh Jacobs did, and Josh Jacobs <laughs> is a running back. That's because he's standing in the pocket, dude. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Jacobs ran as a, and obviously they're both rookies, but he ran for one thousand one hundred and fifty yards. He was eighth in the league. He had seven touchdowns. Wow. And he was averaging wow. damn near five yards a carry. Five yards a carry. And not only that, but he helped out in the passing game as well. He only had one fumble. He touched the ball at least at least on rushes 242 times. He fumbled one time. One time. So not only was he protecting the ball, but – and I'll tell you, as somebody who watched the Raiders every single game, he was exactly. the, he would yeah he was the <laughs> only reason the only reason why the Raiders had won at least half of their games he was it because there were plenty of times where the offense was only flowing because he was the one running the ball he had one two three four five uh, over one hundred yard uh, games this season he also had one two three um, two touchdown games this season the fact that he did not win Rookie of the Year was horrible. And I just want to point out also that he finished second in the voting, and Max Crosby finished second in the voting for Defensive Rookie of the Year. So the Raiders have the – Yeah, but it uh, wasn't even close. Well, I'm just saying they he finished second. And by the way, Max uh, had a case um, for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Are you serious? Back. Oh, yeah. More than it wasn't until like the last four games of the season did Bosa finally pass Max in uh, stats. He was he was outplaying Bosa the entire year up until like the last four games. So yeah, there's my little rant. Josh Jacobs should have won Offensive Rookie of the Year, and the fact that he didn't is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Kyler Murray did nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I I don't even think. I don't even think Murray should have been – shouldn't even come second. I think A.J. Brown had a good case to – I mean, I think I think Jacobs clearly should have won it. I think – but then I think Brown was probably second behind him. Mm-hmm. And I know he who was vo- playing – Who in- votes? Is it media? I think it's writers, yeah. And I know he didn't have a great offensive line, but he took 48 sacks this year as well. He didn't have a good offensive line, Jason. 
I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, and he also plays for the Arizona Cardinals. The yeah, he plays for the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders were in the playoffs more recently than the Cardinals. Doesn't mean the Raiders are good. They're both bad teams. Oh, so the Raiders are bad teams now. Raiders I, are a bad team now. I were never semi close to making the playoffs last I year. I never said they were good. <laughs> Even when they were six and four, I was skeptical about what was going on. Yeah, the Cardinals were not close to being six and four. Well, you know what? They would have they would have been if Kyler Murray played a little bit better, and he didn't. So there you go. Or if they had Josh Jacobs. Here, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go all in on this. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a ton of weapons around him. And he elevated what? and he elevated his team to um, – well, in terms of names, he has Hunt and Kelsey. I mean, Cam – talk- Hill. He doesn't have Kareem Hunt. Sorry, Hill. My bad. I can I – You're can... losing all credibility with every second. Oh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you talked about uh, Patrick Mahomes elevating uh, every single person uh, around him. Good quarterback would do that. He did not have a good season. I just he it, he didn't have a good season. He just didn't. So I'm I'm just what Cam can. Timmy, I have a question for you. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we? Can you just tell me like real quick that there was no chance that Max Crosby was going to win offensive a defensive rookie of the year over Nick Bosa? Can you please just give a confirmation of that for me? I mean, I don't. I, I don't think he ever had a real, real chance. Okay. I mean, I think I think Crosby put up. He had a great year. Extremely respectable, yeah, year, especially for what a fourth round pick, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and I think it's funny that he had such a good year, but then the fourth overall pick, Cleveland Farrell, was just nowhere to be found. Ever. Very true, <clears throat> and just. How does it feel to know that you pretty much just wasted that fourth overall pick when you could have had someone like Josh Allen or even like a receiver like AJ Brown? How does that? How does that sting? Uh, well, let me. I'm gonna go back to Sam's. Uh, never had a chance, Sam. I'm gonna rattle off a few stats for you. You ready, bro? I don't care. No, just just listen. <laughs> no, 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 Jason, Jason, Jason listen. Just, just no, stop. This no. was more of a given than Lamar Jackson winning the MVP. This award right here was penciled in probably at week eight. So whatever stats you tell me, I don't want to hear it. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna I'm gonna read them anyway. No, 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 no. Because Crosby had. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. Nick Bosa had one of the best defensive years for a rookie defensive lineman of all time. But he did it because. But no, Jason. No, 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 no. Say it with me. He did. Okay. Cam, then I'm going to talk he to you did. for a second. He did. He did. He did. I'm listening, Jason. Okay. You ready for this? <laughs> Bosa had 32 solo tackles. Crosby had 35. Bosa had oh, oh God. Bosa had nine sacks. Crosby, oh, had, no. Crosby had 10. Oh, no. Bosa had one forced fumble. Crosby had four. <laughs> So did, uh, he Crosby beat him have in a defensive touchdown. He beat him in sacks, solo tackles, and forced fumbles. And this fool has the audacity to say that Nick Bosa had one of the best defensive rookie seasons of the year. And I just read that Crosby had more sacks, tackles, and forced fumbles. Now Bosa did have an interception. Crosby did not. So 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Throw, throw whatever you got at me because I just, <clears throat> I just laid down three of the most important defensive uh, linemen stats, and he beat him in all three of them. That's what I thought. Silence. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> to play to play devil's advocate to add even more, Crosby did that while in the same division as the Super Bowl champs. So. And also not having the defensive line around him that Nick Bosa has. Well, so has Cleveland Farrell, who is the number four overall pick. So let's just think about it in this sense. Boom. People had to people had to account for almost every single person on that 49ers defensive line. You really don't got that with the Raiders. You got Crosby, and maybe Farrell gives you one game because I think he had a three-set game. Max was the only guy. That was it. So – yeah, Nick Bosa, congratulations. You didn't deserve it. <laughs> okay. Let's just – yeah, we should just say uh, Max Crosby, great job, man. Uh, you're going to be the uh, – what's his name? Michael Taylor of this era. You're going to be the Michael Strahan of this era. You're the greatest thing ever, says Jason Russell. Perfect. I'm glad we got that covered. Cool. Max Crosby, the face. He's the next J.J. Watt, right? That's what Hopefully. we're saying. I don't – I never said that. You're the only one who's saying that. You're, you're the an only idiot. if you you're compare only. Max Crosby to Nick Bosa. One guy was sitting on his couch, the other was playing in the Super Bowl. Losing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Losing in the Super Bowl. Sure. <laughs> sure. You can't play really well though. But you can't compare you can't say that like that's such a ridiculous thing to, to compare. To say that one of them was in the Super Bowl and one of them was in the uh in the uh not in the Super Bowl because how many times did JJ Watt win Defensive Player of the Year and they weren't in the playoffs or they weren't relevant? So I don't I don't even know what type of stat you're throwing out there because that that has no relevancy I, at I all. I didn't throw out a stat. I just said where their teams were. Or that, I don't know that why you're putting words. Stop in trying to backtrack. Maybe Nick Bosa is better than JJ Watt. Well, maybe. <laughs> right now he is. Well, JJ Watt doesn't have a shoulder right now or something. That's whatever true. he hurt. is a peck. Peck. Yeah, yeah, Peck. Yeah, I feel honestly feel bad for him. It seems like oh, you he's know it's crazy too. Uh, Joey Bosa's linked to come to the Niners next year. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be really scary for O linemen everywhere. Wasn't uh, he went to the who was the lineman that the Chiefs picked up that the Niners were gonna from the Ravens? Gosh, what was his name? Suggs. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. Wasn't he uh initially gonna go to the Niners? That would have been nuts. Yeah, he I mean, he either wanted to go to the back to the Ravens, or I think he wanted to go to the Niners. He almost like refused to play for anybody else. But then when he got to Kansas City, he's like, "Oh shit, these dudes are raw. Why, why, might as well go get a free, Mahomes guy might as well go get a free, free ring." Huh? Oh, most important question: What did you guys think of the halftime show? Beautiful, Shakira, Shakira <laughs> made it all worth it. It made made Honestly, it made standing there for eight hours all worth it. Almost better than the re- than the than the championship. Recipe <laughs> for a good Super Bowl halftime show: less and less clothing as the show yes. progresses. Yeah, yeah. I, it was uh, yeah. it was honestly like it was just regardless of everything that they were wearing. I was genuinely like entertained. Like, they were flying around everywhere. Yeah. See, yeah. I I could barely even. I couldn't even really hear 
but right but like i didn't really need to hear to enjoy it so. <laughs> yeah. that's very true well it's funny like we were all waiting when shakira was performing we were waiting for the the hips don't lie song because that's the only song anyone knows of hers like she was speaking in another language and we were like uh we have no idea you don't know waka right waka nope. you are uncultured sammy boy <laughs> For Roseville, California. Were you? Uh, you weren't in Senora Pitts's Spanish class. Senora oh, Pitts. Took, oh my God. French. Oh, oh, you. Of course, you would take French. Virgin. <laughs> God. Well, uh, my parents do listen to this podcast, so yes, I am okay because I am saving myself for marriage. Well, Mister and Mrs. Toomey, your son is now officially a liar as well. <laughs> You know uh, for a damn fact that my mom's last name is not Toomey. Yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> she would not appreciate you calling her by that name. Well, Mrs. You know Sam's what? mom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Mrs. Sam's mom. There you go. Um, Sam, I want to that... argue with you. I want to argue with you about, about what? something. Oh, please. And Jason, I want you to jump in. Who's better? Wait, first, have you listened to an episode... Yeah, I, I I listened to first few, and I I listened to the one with Sean and the one with Jimmy. Mm, makes sense. Did you listen to any of the ones with Ben? No. Oh, you should because those those get if you want to hear arguments, Ben, ben <laughs> those get those get hot. <laughs> oh man! But what what do you want to talk about? Uh, who's better? Who's the best tight end in the NFL? Travis Kelsey or George Kittle? Ooh. Is that even a question? Yeah, you're right. Kelsey's better. Well, if if we were just to look at, I guess, passing, because that's the only thing tight ends do, right? Then Kelsey would be it. Oh, wait. They have to block, too? No. Ha- see, I'm... Oh, isn't George Kittle, like, the best blocking tight end of all time? Oh, man. I don't know about Shucks. all time. Okay, buddy. All time is a stretch. But, well, see... You know what he went I'm not. I'm not. Gronk was really good at it. That's true. But I'm not. I'm not super ignorant. I'll see. But okay. I always. I always say, if we're looking at overall, I think Kittle's a better tight end. But oh, if okay. we're looking at receiver, I think Kelsey's better. If you want to, like, if you're, if you want someone to, you know, go line up outside and run a route, I would much rather have Kelsey than Kittle. So this is how I this is how I break him down. I think Kelsey definitely is a better route runner and has better hands. Absolutely. I think he has one of the best, probably the most surest hands in the NFL. Yeah. I haven't seen that guy drop a ball in like five years. Yeah. Um, but if we're talking run after the catch, oh, yeah, I don't think there's anyone better than George Kittle in the NFL. And I agree. I agree. So that's where I mean. It is literally a toss-up. I don't think you could go wrong. How old is Travis Kelsey? Uh, I think he's like 31. I got you. Hang on. So if I were to – if we were going to do the age-old question, 30. who would you 30. rather have on your team, it would be Kittle purely because of because of age. How old is he? That's literally it. Yeah. How old is it, George Kittle? Uh, let's see. Is that what you asked? He is twenty. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah, and I think it. I think it just kind of depends on like what offense. Like, I think Kittle's obviously a way better fit for the Niners. I think Kelsey's a better fit for the Chiefs because I mean Kelsey doesn't 
block it for shit. Like he couldn't even he couldn't even block <laughs> Sean. Do they ask him to block a lot? <laughs> block I think he, he'll like he'll chip he'll chip sometimes, but I think he's pretty much just purely a receiver. You know, and he's a damn good. Yeah, one. he is. But yeah, he is. no, I, th- I think that's how you make the distinction between two. And if it would be really interesting to see if Kittle has that opportunity to be a receiver like Kelsey yeah. is used. Um, Cause we just haven't seen it, but I, I haven't seen Kittle with the route running and like, <clears throat> what's it called? Um, the range at which he could catch a ball. Like Kelsey, I think as if you throw it five, like within a five foot diameter of like a catcher's area, I think he's going to catch everything type of thing. Yeah. I don't know if that made any sense, no, but I get you. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get you. And for me, there, there was like for me, if there's a hula hoop out there, he would have the biggest hula. Hoop <laughs> <that> he... <laughs> for me, it's like Kittle's a a way better athlete. Like he's way far superior athlete. But Kelsey just looks so smooth when he's out there. It's just like it's just it's just so beautiful whenever he. Runs I'm so it. glad you said that because I 100 percent agree. I think Kittle's more raw. Yeah, and Kelsey's polished exactly. Um, and like honestly, I looked at. I wanted to know like what their their height difference was from each other because I didn't know how much, you know, taller or bigger one was. They're pretty much the same build. Kittle's six four and Kelsey six five, and Kelsey has Kittle beat by ten pounds. Kelsey's two sixty and Kittle's fat ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Add, like, um, so add 10 more pounds because of that ring on his finger now. Yeah, there you, there you go. Have you, do, do we even know what the rings look like yet? No, nah, I don't think so. Or do they have to make it? They have to make them for the next yeah, year. Yeah, it takes forever for them to make those things. It's probably because they're fully diamond studded. Yeah. Cam, what is the amount of money that you would pay to have one of those rings? Man, you know, I work at a grocery store. <laughs> they're not they're not they're not exactly paying me high end but i'd 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 put out a nice 50k loan yeah it's probably got to be more than that yeah what grocery store do you work at nugget nugget well that's a high end i worked at a grocery, grocery store, store for, a, for a while what what do you do at the grocery store are you a cashier or are you i'm a courtesy clerk so i'm basically hell yeah i'm store bitch yeah Yo, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have been there. Yeah. How long have you been working there? Um, it'll be a year in March. So yeah. I right, so what is your what are your what is your nastiest? Because I have like two gross customer uh, service stories. Do you have any like nugget stories that you're just like? Oh yeah. You had somebody walk in and you were just repulsed. Oh yeah. So it was like right when I started, there was a big, huge, fat, sweaty guy. Walking, I'm like, I'm like cleaning the bathrooms, and so this big old fat sweaty guy comes in, and he's like, "Dude, I gotta go. Can you like get out?" And I was like, "Like, oh fuck, okay." And so he goes, and then he comes back out, and then I go back in, and there's like, so he somehow managed to get like his poopy toilet paper like stuck onto the ground, like it was like. <laughs> And so I had to like pick it up and then I had to like scrape it off the floor. 
Oh, oh man. How'd you scrape it? Uh, we have like those little things that you'd like scrape gum off. I literally had to go and get one of those. Oh, okay. And then I just oh, threw sorry. it away. I didn't even, I didn't even <laughs> threw it away. And then I've even worse. There's in the women's bathroom. There's this big Mexican lady that comes in, and she um, would go and sit on the toilet. And but first she would go and get a turkey baster. You know, you know what those things are, right? Yeah, yeah. And so she would go and sit in the big handicap stall on the toilet and she'd bring in her turkey baster and we know this because we like see her on we see her walk in there on the security cameras with it and so we she would go in and then about a half an hour later she would walk out and we would you know we would go in and like clean it and it would the floor was soaking wet and the turkey baster was soaking wet and just laid on the ground. And so you can only imagine what was occurring if, you, if you're picking up what you're putting down. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And did you say that was on camera? No, not, not, not what was happening. I was like, because <laughs> no. when you said that, I was like, there's no way. That would be, that'd be very illegal. But no, she – Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I guess have – the nugget has cameras in the stall. I, like, I was like, wait a minute. No, don't. Yeah, don't get that rumor. I'll get fired. <laughs> that, oh man, that the that that shit story you told is is pretty bad. The only the only ones that I can think of, it, it was just one of them is way worse than the other one. But I had gone out to to go get carts, and uh, mm-hmm. I had walked out, and there was just one cart that was just way by itself in the middle of the parking lot. And I was like, all right, well, I got to go fetch this one. So I walked out there and there was a box in the, in the cart. And as I got within 20 yards, I could smell something in the box. I was like, what the heck is this? So I walked over there and I kid you not, there was like 30 pounds of like just different types of meat just rotting <laughs> in the oh cart. <laughs> and I got, I got on the radio and I was like, ah, uh, I don't even know what I, we have a box of meat out in the <laughs> parking lot. I don't, it smells horrible. What do you want me to do with it? So I had to go take it in the back and I was like vomiting as I'm taking it over there. Cause it just smelled like death. Yeah. Like it was, it was so bad. And the only other one that I can think of is that there was this old dude that walked into, walked into the store and I worked at Bel Air. Um, and he, uh, he came in and, and, uh, he, he had i felt bad for him and because he he had he had pissed himself pretty much um and you could you could see it on his on his shorts um and and there was there was like a little trail that had led to the bathroom like a little little organ trail of urine that led to the bathroom (laughs) um so you so and you could see when he walked in that he had peed um so like just he he had pissed himself and i obviously didn't make it to the bathroom and i don't know if that was a health thing or not we felt bad for him we didn't say anything to him but so we had to obviously clean it up. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, rough. Yeah, but here's the thing. <laughs> the lady who ended up cleaning it up <clears throat> missed oh, that man. that was urine. So what she ended up doing was taking a paper towel, just like a thin piece of paper towel, <laughs> assuming it was oh. assuming it was water. <laughs> 
no gloves <laughs> and then wiped up the urine and I came walking over and I was like, oh no. <laughs> we had to break the news to her that she had just wiped up somebody's urine with, with no gloves. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. See, at that point I'm walking out, I'm quitting. <laughs> this is not worth it. They're, they're not, they're not paying me enough to Oh my gosh! And Why? Sam, you worked at you worked at Target for a long time. You you gotta have some story like that. Yeah. So the the actual first day I was working there, I was getting trained, and I was sta- I was a cart attendant, and I was standing there as uh, the guy that was training me was collecting t- carts, and this woman pulls up in her soccer mom minivan, and she's like, "Hey, excuse me, um, uh." I think you need to tell your manager because I think one of your um, employees was uh, shooting up heroin in your bathroom. (laughs) And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is my first day, lady. What do you want me to do about it? And she's like, yeah, I just, um, I think, I think you guys need to tell someone about it. So then I'm like, I go over and I don't know anyone like this. (laughs) I literally have no relationships with anyone. And I'm like walking over and then I see like one of the target employees leave the women's bathroom and it's this big lady. And I'm like, Oh my God, there's no way I'm going to say anything about that shit. There's no way there's nothing I could do about that. Um, and I don't remember anything from, from noodles. That was purely disgusting. Dude, your, your story that you just told me, it brought me back to one of my literally one of my favorite boot camp stories my drill instructor had a saying that he would say to us and I, we had no idea where it came from but he would say it after everything and his saying was fat bitches love cake right <laughs> <laughs> so so we he would say it after everything like we'd ask we'd we'd like have our hand raised for uh, a question and he'd be like fat bitches love cake what <laughs> and then uh I, I kid you not, it is the last week, the last week in boot camp. We had finished everything we needed to finish. We're all Marines at that point. I go with a I was I was a squad leader like throughout all of boot camp. So I had taken like four guys, four of my guys to go do some I think we had to do some paperwork. And we had a drill instructor that came walking with us. He it wasn't the same drill instructor that that said that phrase. And we we were sitting there in this office in this hallway. And we're just looking around, and I swear to God, this guy who had been saying this to us at least once a day for the 13 weeks we were there, there was this lady who had to have been pushing like 270 pounds. Oh, wow. Don't fat shame, Jason. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just <laughs> telling you. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just saying. She comes walking around this corner. And is holding the biggest cake I had ever seen in my entire life. And we all looked at each other and just busted up laughing because of that saying that he had been saying the entirety of boot camp. We came back and we told him that story and he about pissed himself. Man, he was like, I told you. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah, I was, it was one of those things that, you know, you had heard for all those 13 weeks and we were like this is the dumbest thing we'd ever heard in our entire life and then just to have a visual of what he was saying we were like oh my gosh <laughs> like i can't believe that what he had been saying is right in front of us 
um, it was it was hilarious. Um, gosh, we have some weird weird stories. It's, it all has to nah. do with those. It's, I mean, you see stuff when you're a card attendant. I mean, all three of us know that it's oh, yeah. weird at times. Oh yeah, no people are weird. So the people who come to Nugget are they like are they nice people? Or are you? Or oh, are they're they... all okay. Well, hopefully, I'm assuming no one from Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not our target audience. Um, I mean, okay, I'll I'll say this in a nice way. A majority of our our guests are old and white, <laughs> and and typically very wealthy. Typically very well because I mean Nugget's very high end. But yeah, it's, yeah, I don't shop. There, I would, so. yeah. yeah, neither do I. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, most most people are grumpy, old white people. So that's that's what I get to deal with on a daily basis. Oh man! And so one thing that we didn't do with you that we always do with uh, our guests that I guess we're pushing till now because we still got a little bit of time. As we always talk, we always do some like personal stuff um, that we did at the beginning. We normally do it at the beginning of the show, but uh, uh, we didn't because we obviously had the Super Bowl to talk about. But um, so did you? Okay. First of all, let's back it up for a sec, because all I have seen from you over the past month or two is you've been like traveling around the world. What the heck has that all been about? Wow, stalker! <laughs> no, seriously, like it seems like every time I see you, I'm just like, oh, he's in. Oh, great, he's on like in Europe, or oh, now he's over here, and oh, now he's over there. Yeah, and it just seems like once a week you're somewhere new, and then it was like, oh, and now he's in Kansas City. So, like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, so um, uh, like two days after the New Year, I can't even remember if it was like the second or the third. Um. Me and my girlfriend, you know, is we um, we took off for Europe. We went to uh, we were there for 17 days. And so we started off in Budapest, which I'll be impressed if any of you actually know what country that's in. Gosh, I'm all right. All right. Give us can I get a, a region of the of the world? I mean, it's in, uh, I don't know if it's technically in Eastern Europe. So it's over by like Latvia and, Mm. uh, it's more, it's uh, like, I think it's to the left of Turkey. I want to say. Okay. So like to the right of Greece is what we're saying. Yeah. Sure. Budapest. Um, I just have a general area. I don't have specifics. Uh, Bulgaria. No. That's a respectable guess. No, so it's That's in Hungary. Okay, Hungary. Oh, and so Damn, we were there. That should have been easy. That was that was the best place by far. But then, why so we? I was just the the food, the the views, the people were super nice. It was just like so much to do there, and it was. I think it also kind of had to do with the fact that that was like our first place, so we were kind of like, you know, in shock, wide eyed, yeah. Just like the, yeah, just wide-eyed. And so we were there for, I think, five days. And then we went to Slovakia for a night. Oh, nice. And then uh, that was just kind of like a – because we had a long way to go for our next stop. So we figured why not 
stop in a random ass country for a night <laughs> just to say that we've been there. And you guys were traveling by bus? Um, no. So there's um, I for Christmas, my dad actually got us. It's called the Eurail, and you oh, okay. can, can just pretty much just like hop on, and it takes you anywhere throughout Europe. Because like, because like, awesome. you know, like the European Union, you don't have to like go through a border or anything. Yeah, there's not a giant wall. Yeah, separating countries. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I actually just... don't know what that's like. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, that's my boss. And... <laughs> yeah. Well, he's doing a terrible job. I'm not. Sorry, I'm, I'm not, not allowed to really talk cold, about that. Not, um... Yeah. Move Feel on. the burn. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We then uh, we went to. Uh, Vienna, which is in Austria, mm-hmm. that was that was pretty boring. Not gonna really, lie. yeah. It was. Just There's like, a lot of history in Vienna. I know it, it, there was a lot of history, but like it was winter, so like a lot of stuff was closed, and like it was, you know, it was like 20 degrees the entire time. So like being outside sucked. But yeah, and then, but funny story. That was the we were there during the Chiefs Texans game, and so I had to watch the entire game in German. <laughs> and so I like had no idea what like what was happening or anything. I just had the I was basically just listening to it in silence. Right. But then oh god, where did we even go next? We went to so we took like a day trip to Munich, which is in Germany, and I got to have a beer where Hitler uh like started the Nazi party. So that was like both kind of creepy and cool at the same time. <laughs> nice. And then I we we went to a concentration camp and I think it's called like Dachau or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that was creepy too. We like saw like the showers, like the gas showers and the mm-hmm. ovens, you know. So that was that was brutal, but it was it was interesting. Right. But then and then we, oh, fuck. I think we and then we ended it in Italy. We went to. We stayed in Venice, and then we took day trips to Florence and Rome. And I highly suggest, highly suggest Venice. If you over if you, over the two, over yes, the three, because the uh, Florence and Rome are both kind of dirty, just because it's so touristy. You know, it's just like it's just sorry to feel, everyone in Florence and yeah, Rome. sorry, but you you guys need to do a better job of like cleaning yeah, you know, <laughs> infrastructure over there yeah, yeah we, we're, we've we've like, been played in the six different countries now so maybe we got somebody who's taken offense to that <laughs> well maybe maybe they'll learn yeah <laughs> outsider's from an outsider's perspective <laughs> but yeah that was it was really disappointing because like i've heard so much stuff about like florence and i mean rome was cool just seeing all the you know, all the stuff that you learn about in AP Euro. Oh, God. But, yeah. <laughs> Shout out country. We were, I think me and Jason, we were, we were in the same yeah. AP, we were in the same class. But Yo, yeah. We had a good class. Yeah, we did. But yeah, the Venice was really cool just because that's the canal city with, there's no roads. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but. So what spurred yeah. all that? It was just, just for fun we like why the hell not yeah just why the hell not we um we just kind of wanted to go somewhere like before school started you know kind of try like one last hurrah before 
getting before we got you know boned by all our schoolwork <laughs> so and then yeah and then we got home on the 19th and then school started on the 21st and so that sucked and then two weeks two or three weeks went by and i got to go see Gotta go see the boys win win the championship. In yeah, Kansas yeah, we City. get. We already done talking about that. We're already. <laughs> just, we don't need to keep revisiting it. I just had to. I just had to remind you. <laughs> just I'm had to all, remind you, and, and yeah, now, it. now, um, I actually just got hired by the Sac Republic, the soccer team. Oh, that's sick. Well, there we yeah, go. So start starting that starting that off tomorrow. Actually, doing so that, what? That uh, it's called like street team. So I'm basically the pe- the person that like during the games like throw shit into the stands, you know. <laughs> That'd be okay. fun. <laughs> yeah, and I get to like I get to like escort the players off the field. Oh, that'll be fun. So yeah, I can't even name a player on Sac Republic. Uh, neither can I. But <laughs> they don't know that. So. <laughs> In the interview process, so who's your favorite player? By the way, uh, that guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, John Smith. Yeah. he's a he's a really good defender um yeah you can fake it but yeah, yeah so i got fake it to fake it till i make it i so. got a question for you guys because i was thinking I, would you ever go on a cruise by yourself like if you just if you just wanted to go somewhere for like a week and just say you know what i'm just gonna go here by myself i'm gonna enjoy it and 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 that's it would you ever go on a cruise by yourself am i single um Okay, let's that was say, actually the first question that popped into my head. Let's say, let's say, um, I'll give you both answers. Yes, you are on one of them, and no, you aren't on a different one. Where's well, this cruise going? Um, somewhere that you've always wanted to go. Is Wherever, it like tropical, or are we going north? That it's up to you. So just think of one place that you've always wanted to visit, and that's one of your destinations. It's a week long um, cruise. Who is the who's the company that's owning this cruise liner? Is Your it, favorite is it like one? A Disney? I... Is it like a Disney cruise? <laughs> like I'm trying to gauge the this age guy. range that I'm supposed to be. You, you know, I gotta get all the information. Don't it's your it's your favorite cruise cruise line. You did all the research, and this was you settled on whatever one you you settled on. All right, so I'm going on the Titanic towards uh, <laughs> the Panama Canal. I don't know. <laughs> It'd actually be kind of cool to go through the Panama Canal. Yeah. For me, you know, I, I, in a world where I can't, you know, can't even imagine without being with my beautiful girlfriend. Hey, is, I know you're, I know you're going to listen to this. So <laughs> what's up? But if I was, if I wasn't single, then hell no. There's no way. And <laughs> There's I also, no way. I also get like super, super motion sick. So I'd probably just be throwing up the entire time. <laughs> But if I was single and it was going to like Brazil or like you know the Bahamas, then I'd definitely say then yeah, mm-hmm. I'd hop on there all by myself. Sam, all right. So, like like Cam said, I would not leave my lovely girlfriend behind. Although knowing her, she alone. would be cool. I think she would be cool with it. No. I think she might. Um, <laughs> but there would be just like no, there would be no point. Like, what would I do? You know, I know. Uh, but I'm just saying. I think she. I think if you really wanted to, she'd be. She'd be cool with it. But if I would be single on my 
Disney Caribbean cruise towards <laughs> the uh, Panama what's Canal. That one, what's that one triangle? The uh, Bermuda. Bermuda Triangle. Thank you. I thought you were going joking. towards the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, because I sure. honestly, I honestly was thinking about that this year, just like over the summer, just going somewhere. Just why not? Just this dip out. Lame. No, dude, it, I think it'd be fun. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. You got it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta go see the world. You gotta go see some new places. I think it'd be fun, and I get ridiculed all the time from uh, this dude, from Sam. For at least I did for a while for going to the movies by myself. Now going on a cruise is drastically different, but I don't mind doing stuff by myself. Oh, see, I'm all, yeah, see, I'm all for treating yourself to a little solo date. Yeah, I see. I've never done it because I've been you know strapped down for a while but that's true if, if i boo, yeah, boo hoo. I'd, be, I'd be i'd be all for going by myself that would be nice right Buy yourself a little popcorn yeah exactly going to the movies alone oh yeah there's i mean there's no point of even going with anyone you can't talk to them exactly thank unless you. you're an asshole and you talk thank you I mean, Damn, you could, are, are you, you, could, you could do other stuff Ew. <laughs> this guy. No, but no, no, no. Um, no, I don't. I don't ruin the sanctity of the when when that Sprint commercial comes on and they're like, "Turn off your cell phones." Blah blah. blah I respect it, and I turn off my cell phones. Some people just put it on silent. No, I turn that shit off. Yeah, exactly. You turn that off. You're a nerd. <laughs> See, I'm. I'm a. I'm. I'm an. I'm a bad boy. Yeah, we just we get it, Cam. You, your team won. You're better than me. You're more. You, you got a job with the Sacramento, yeah, the Sac Republic. Oh my gosh. I'm superior. I don't have to turn off my phone because I'm a champion. And he works at the Nugget. And I work at Nugget. <laughs> superior to Noodles and wherever you worked. I worked at Target. Well, see, Target. I actually went to Target today, so Target's pretty good. I'm not trading. I'm not trading jobs, so. though. No, we're not. We're not trading. You, you, you still. Keep... You still work at Bel Air, dude. I'm... No. <laughs> no. I've been a. I've been a, a trainer at Fitness MB for like almost eight months now. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. I get. You, you, I get you to. Had to I get to show up to work in sweatpants, dude. It's amazing. You creepily look at girls working out all sweaty all day. Okay. No, <laughs> we know that's what you do. I'm gonna get no. your your trainer license taken away. Okay. Okay. Have fun. That's cool. Go ahead. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. I I yeah. I've been a, I've been a trainer at MD for I don't know almost eight months now. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I need to, I need to come work out with you and kick your ass. Dude, absolutely, absolutely. I can get I'm you. I can get you shit. some workouts for free, man. It'll be all good. You can just walk right in. Okay, I, I can't even do like five push-ups right now. I bet. Bust them out right now. Five push-ups. Tell us if you get it. Hell no! I ain't getting <laughs> sweaty before bed. <laughs> sweaty, sweaty for five push-ups. Hey, I'm a we big got a, boy. We got a problem. <laughs> I'm a big boy. I sweat. Oh, Sam did not. Uh, 
Sam Sam and a couple of friends have left MD not not in good shape. At least now, I mean, not not like physically like they're out of shape, but like have left the gym just like they they liked me more before than than it's after. It's a torture session. <laughs> Sam's been naturally chiseled since he was like six. True. That you're you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> I wouldn't say six. Maybe like the start of middle school. Yes. Humpback. Yeah. If anybody has not, <laughs> if, for those of you who maybe have never seen Sam, he's probably the most fit person you've ever seen who doesn't really work out or didn't. Because um, you you do more now, but still not as. As much for what you look like, it does. It would it would lend itself to to seem like you work out more than you do. You saying I look good, Jason? I'm saying you look like you work out. No, Jay, you could say it. We're all we're all comfortable with our sexuality. <laughs> well, we already had a we already had an episode where uh, you went in for about five minutes on on how much um, you loved uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's um, just so he beauty is look. Gorgeous. He is like. <laughs> If you could, if God had the <laughs> ideal man in mind, it was Jimmy Garoppolo. It's it's just there's no if ands ors about it. Maybe with a little more talent, but yeah, <laughs> he has superior talent. Not superior to superior to you, maybe. Superior Definitely. to ninety percent, ninety nine percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL. I would take Patrick Mahomes without even blinking. Oh well, yeah. No I would, shit. I would, I would take probably ten other quarterbacks before Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh my god! <laughs> fucking kidding me. Let's let's name them. Okay, All go right. ahead. I'm in. Pat Mahomes. Okay. Lamar Jackson. Sure. Tom, Tom Brady. Uh, uh, now. Yes. Oh my. Okay. I can Carson. side with that for now. Did you say Carson Wentz? Uh, if he's healthy, yes. When is he healthy? That's true. But hey, <laughs> the, the two games a year that he is healthy. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Uh, Russell Wilson. Okay. Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. This year? Yes. Breeze? Oh, my. Drew Breeze, yes. Next year? <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Okay. Ooh, okay. So you're at eight uh, now. Well, actually, you're at eight, but one of those eight is assuming Carson Wentz is healthy. <laughs> that, yeah. Um, so how about seven and a half? Dare I say Jameis Winston? No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. <laughs> You'd rather have Jameis Winston. What about Kirk? Because I feel like they're kind of in the same – I feel I like I feel like, like Jimmy's the, better, but they're like the exact same player. <laughs> what about Dak? Kirk? Yeah, I'd take Dak instead of Jimmy. Oh my gosh! Uh, let's I see. Thought, yeah. uh, uh, I'm going through the teams right now. Um, Ryan. T- oh. Ryan. What? <laughs> oh my! Hey, he was a Pro Bowler. He was unemployed last year. <laughs> hey, he made it to the AFC Championship. That's game. true. One Jimmy Garoppolo made it in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I would, I would, I, I would take Jimmy over, over Tannehill. Um, what about? Let's see. I'm trying. There's a slim pick. What about uh, Jared Goff? 
That's mm, I don't know. I feel like that's borderline. That's I, close. I, oh, um, I got you. What about um, what about a uh, little boy up in uh, Detroit? Oh, Matty Staff. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, let's see. Let's let's go through. I'm trying to think. Oh, Matt Ryan. Oh, Matt Ryan. Cam Newton. What? When he's healthy. What? <laughs> when he's healthy. <laughs> he didn't even play this year. Um, he didn't play. He didn't what about Big Ben? Uh, I hate Big Ben. I know. <laughs> I hate him. What about uh, Jacoby Brissett? Okay. <laughs> Just blasphemous at this point. No, okay, nah, so okay, so let's let's go serious for a second. Matt Ryan, I'll just go down the list of No, Matt Ryan is not better. Yes, he is. He is. No, he's not. Yes, he, he won is. MVP like two, three years ago. <laughs> like ten years ago. Matt Ryan for, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I he, Jimmy Garoppolo beat Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl. No, what? he did not. <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Jimmy Garoppolo was playing for the Patriots. No, he was sitting for the Patriots. No, no, he was suited up. Okay, just because you're suited up doesn't mean you're playing. It means you're in attendance. He had a perfect passer rating that game. Oh, my gosh. No interceptions? (laughs) So, Matt Ryan. If anything, he led the comeback. He led the comeback. (laughs) Okay, so I'm looking at the team. So, we got Matt Ryan. No, Matt Lamar, Ryan is not one. Lamar Jackson. Are I don't you think Lamar Jackson is? Are you going to settle with Cam Newton? Like, are you really? Are you going to pick that? Uh, no, I, I won't do that one. Just Andy Dalton. Oh, absolutely, the red. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so that's Derek Ford. Carr. Jack. No. Well, you know no. me. I'll, no. take, I'll take Derek all day. <laughs> Um. What about uh? So Dak Dak Prescott. Yeah. No? Yeah. I, I'll take Dak. Okay. So that's Jimmy. five. Ma- uh, freaking um. Gosh, why am I? I keep blanking on his name. Um, Detroit. Matt. Um. Matt Stafford. Gosh, I want to say Schaub. Um, six. So that's six. Rogers. Matt Schaub's better than him too. No. No. <laughs> Let's just throw in Matt Flynn, too. Uh, so you got Rodgers at seven, Watson at eight, um, Mahomes at nine. I mean, you said Carr, but I don't think you're actually going to pick that. No. Um, and then – Philip Rivers didn't completely fall off a cliff this year. That's true. Last year. Jared Goff would make it ten if you picked you Goff. Figure out Wentz. I haven't gotten there yet. Deshaun Watson. What about Kirk? Yeah, I'd take Kirk over Jimmy. And then Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He beat him head to head. Dude, that's almost that's almost half the league. (laughs) This is not (laughs) objective. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this, Sam. As the guy, as the guy who actually has him as your quarterback, how many quarterbacks would you take over Jimmy Garoppolo? Let me think about it. Let me think about it. Like seriously. Mahomes, I think Wilson for sure. Um, I'd probably go Lamar. Um, Deshaun. Rodgers, question mark? 
are we just what are we basing it off of? The the uh, let's say the 49ers as currently constructed, you're just swapping quarterbacks. Yeah, Rogers. So I think you're at five now. Mm-hmm. True. So you're yeah. at six. Would Ryan you... Fitzpatrick. No. God. <laughs> <laughs> and you would you wouldn't take Matt Ryan. No. What did Matt Ryan do this year? I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised. I think that's it. What about Stafford? No. No? He didn't play at all this year. Well, I'm just asking. <laughs> what about um what about what about Carson no, that's, Wentz? It's my list. That's, that's my list. list. That's that's it. All right. Well then Jimmy Garoppolo is I think eight on your list. He is seventh. Kyler Murray, <laughs> offensive rookie of the year. Oh God! Let's just not put Josh, Josh Jacobs ahead of him. Uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? All right, so we've uh, we've gone over our hour and a half time limit, but that's fine. I think we filled that time pretty well. Um, so, Cam, again, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for sticking with us. Actually, I was not expecting to. To have you stay on this long, but I'm glad you did. Me um, too. Thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, no wait, 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 wait. A really, really, really early Super Bowl 2021 prediction from one Cameron Anderson. Do we want to score or are we just going? No, 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 no score. Chiefs over 49ers. <laughs> you think it's a repeat? I absolutely. I think it's. I think it's going to be a rematch. I think could be. I think we're going to go back to back. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate the faith. Do you? Okay. And there's actually one question that I wanted to ask. Well, I totally forgot. This may end up being a longer answer, but obviously nobody is going to end up doing. I, I really don't think anybody's going to end up doing what the Patriots did for for twenty something years. I, and I'm not suggesting that the Chiefs are in any any condition to do that. Um, but as long as 15's back there, you got to think you got they're always going to be in contention. I mean, you think the Chiefs over the next five, seven years, maybe rattle off two more, three more, maybe? I I think it just kind of depends on like if Andy Reid sticks around because I mean he's pretty old. <laughs> so like, I mean, it, I mean I think like you said like with Pat. I think you're always going to have a chance to run the table. But, and like we talked about earlier, it depends on how much we have to pay him, mm-hmm. how much we have left to spend on other guys. So, but yeah, I think, I think, I think seven out of seven for the next seven years is, is a, is a no, possibility. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I think, I think we can get two more. Who who is the Chiefs' biggest competition in the AFC in the upcoming years? Uh, I mean, the Ravens, just because Lamar's you know so young. But I mean, like everyone, I mean the the Patriots are presumably done, pretty much. I think mm-hmm. Texans maybe with Deshaun. Yeah, I just I think they're so poorly coached. I just don't know if. Mm-hmm. They're ever gonna, except I mean they did get out to a twenty-four nothing lead on us, but so yeah, and they did they, beat you guys this year too. They did. Yeah, I think Deshaun, 
Yeah, I mean, it's just you got. I think you just got to look at the quarterbacks, Deshaun, Lamar. But I that's that's the thing, Joe though. Burrow. That's that's kind of that's kind <laughs> of it right now. Yeah, I mean, because I mean the Titans, they're they're the. I remember hearing that they're the oldest team in the NFL, mm-hmm. and so they're going to get old. And T- Tannehill's old, and so like yeah. I don't think they're going to be a problem for very long. I mean, do you know uh, the um, Do you know the Chiefs' average age off the top of your head, or like a ballpark number? I'm sure. I'm I'm assuming they're pretty old, honestly. Um, because I mean, is it just the O line that's old? The O line's old. I mean, we might not be that old because I mean, Pat's young. Um, but like Kelsey's thirty. Terrell Suggs is like seventy five. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and like, but like, you know, I think our defense is pretty young though because. A lot of our defensive guys we drafted within like the past three years, like Chris Jones is young, obviously. Um, Tyron Matthew, he's probably at least he's probably almost thirty if he's not already. So I mean, I think I think we're we're young. I think we're going to be good for the next at least five to seven years. As yeah. long as Pat doesn't get hurt, mm-hmm. average age is twenty five years old. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. That's you good. Got a lot of guys that are twenty three. Hmm. Wow, that's surprising. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Makes actually. you a little hopeful. Not as a Raider fan, that is the worst thing I, you could have told me. And Tyreek is like twenty five, twenty six. Yeah, so he'll be there for a while. Yeah, if we can pay him. And if he doesn't get arrested, <laughs> if he doesn't like decide to beat his girlfriend, so actually, yeah, or, his, or his kid, I got the stat for you right now. Do you know who the oldest team in 2019 was? Do you have a guess? The Rams. Um, the Rams were actually in the bottom half. Oh well, they were young. Cam? I feel like, it, is it not the Titans? It's not the Titans. They are, uh, there are three teams that were actually having okay, an average okay. age total. Um, is it like the Vikings? I'll tell you what, two of them have young quarterbacks. One does not. The Ravens? Pack, Packers. Uh, no, it's not the Packers. The Packers are actually... <laughs> The Packers are top five for youngest. I'll just give it to you guys. Oh so gosh. the oldest team in the league was actually the Patriots. Oh, duh. Yeah. And then the second oldest team was the Eagles. Huh. And then the third oldest was the Jets. And then the Titans. How is the Jets the third? <laughs> <laughs> They're in the, the top five pick every other year. Yeah. <laughs> That's just poor management. That's that not a good sign. Shows you poor management, right? Oh, All right, win now mode. All right, man. Uh, this was a, this was a good show, Kim. I'm glad you came on. Um, I don't know when or I mean, you're always welcome if you ever want to come back on and just talk some sports. Um, and uh, Sam, 
we uh, we're gonna have trouble filling our show. This is gonna be the first time in the show's history that we're not gonna have any football, so we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we got enough to talk about the Kings. There's nothing to talk about the Kings. They're atro- atrocious. Yo, they're like five out of the eight spot. Oh, whoopee! <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, so next week's going to be interesting. We'll see what we fill the show with. Hey, thanks for coming on, Cam. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for not laying it on too thick. Uh, yeah, just wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank, after that. thank you all for listening, uh, as always, and uh, we will see you uh, next week. Thanks, guys.